Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast with Hal Elrod. I'm your host, Nick Polkuski, and you're listening to the show that is guaranteed to help you take your life to the next level faster than you ever thought possible. In each episode, you will learn from someone who has achieved extraordinary goals that most haven't. He is the author of the number one best-selling book, The Miracle Morning, a Hall of Fame business achiever, an international keynote speaker, ultra-marathon runner, and the founder of VIPSuccessCoaching.com, Mr. Hal Elra. Hal, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the podcast. Nick Palkowski, welcome, my friend, uh, or thanks for welcoming me. Uh, we'll welcome each other, I guess, but uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to today. I feel like we haven't talked in a little bit. It, it has been a little while, and I know you've been hard at work uh, with the, you've been gearing up for the best year ever blueprint, so how are things going with that? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I guess it's a, quite a few months away, but my goal is to, um, that we've got the event sold out and like, you know, mo- with months to go so that it's not like last year where I'm trying to wear every hat up until like the last day. So, um, yeah, but it's, you know, I'm excited. It's, it's going to be, I mean, last year was such a cool, you know, we had 220 people there last year. This year, uh, we can fit about 300. And, uh, this time last year we had nobody registered and this year we have over a hundred people registered at this time, you know? So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm excited. We're combining with the front row foundation. And, uh, I think by the time this podcast airs, we will have the new full blown best year ever blueprint.com website or the, uh, the faster, shorter way to get there is B Y E B as in best year ever blueprint B Y E B live.com. And, uh, yeah, you guys go check it out, watch the video from last year and, and see, we're doing a really cool partnership with front row foundation. And, you know, between now and the event December, I'm sure I'll probably mention it on every episode and I'll probably be interviewing some of the people that are involved and, um, you know, it's going to be really cool, but the front row foundation who I'm a huge supporter of, they are having their 10 year anniversary this year. And so we decided to combine the two events and, uh, we're going to best year ever by day front row foundation, 10 year anniversary celebration by night. And uh, it's going to be really, really powerful. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm super excited too. I actually already booked my hotel, uh, so I'm, I'm going to be there for sure. I uh, got to book the flights yet, but I'm excited. I can't wait. It's going to be an awesome, awesome event. Nice, nice, man. Cool. I'm excited. Well, uh, let's let's dive into the topic today. You ready to go? I am. What are we going to be talking about? I was just going to ask you that. What should we talk about today? Um, I don't know. Cheese. All right. Cool. Uh, you're from Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell? Yeah. All right. So here's the deal. Let's. We're going to talk about why everybody should write a book, why every single person listening to this should write a book. And obviously, one could always argue, I don't need to write a book or I don't want to write a book. And you don't have to write a book. Um, but here's why I think that the benefits for every person, every person listening to this call, and this isn't a call. What is this, Nick? Uh, this would be a podcast. Podcast. That's what it is. Everybody listening to this podcast, and it, the funny part is we're recording it on a microphone. Like, I'm not even on a, on a phone recording this, which would be, you know, that would make sense. But so why everybody should write a book. And this is true if you are an entrepreneur, if you are an employee, if you are, you know, uh, if you're a mom, if you're a dad, if you're you know, just about anyone and everyone. And, and, and so this is, we're going to talk about the various kind of 
game changing benefits for, you know, for what happens when you become an author and how it would apply to people in different circumstances. So, you know, if you, again, if you're, we'll kind of break it into, you know, three, we'll say if you're an entrepreneur, how it would benefit you in a significant way. If you are an employee, how it would benefit you in a significant way. And if you are neither, if you are uh, like my wife, if you are a stay at home mom, right, then how it would benefit you uh, in a significant way. So uh, any any questions, comments for anything that I didn't explain uh, to, to set this up? No, I think this is going to be good. I'm excited to hear about it. And hopefully we'll dive into a little bit of how people can actually get started writing that book. But I'm sure you'll dive into that too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in fact, my buddy uh, Chandler Bolt has his self-publishing school, I think it's called. We'll have to figure that out, um, the link. But yeah, yeah, so we'll, I can talk more about that. I'm, I'm just hanging out with Chandler the other day, and they're doing some really exciting stuff. So that might be the resource that I recommend. Um, all right, so the so as far as why to write a book, first let me just share. I'll start with kind of – I'll spend the first few minutes talking about my story. Um, in 2004, Ooh, 2000, really, um, when I had just, my car accident happened in 1999, the doctor suggested maybe you should write a book about this experience and how you've, your positive attitude and how you've overcome it and all of those things. And so uh, that's where the seed was planted. It was actually in December of 99 when I came out of the coma, right into January 2000, I thought about writing a book, but I thought I could barely get an essay done in high school. I'm not a writer. Uh, six years later, I had written about six pages in six years, and I had a conversation with my good friend, John Berghoff, and uh, I was actually uh, doing a, a network marketing opportunity, a company, working for a company, and I pitched my buddy John on buying some, uh, you know, um, I don't know, grooming products or something that would be a monthly recurring, you know, auto ship, and he said, Hal, what are you doing? I said, what do you mean? I'm selling grooming products. <laughs> and he said, nah, but man, he goes, why, why don't you write a book? He said, if I were you, I would write a book. I'd focus on taking your life experience, which for me was overcoming that car accident. I'd focus on taking your life experience, he said, and, and ter- you know, extracting the lessons and sharing that in a way that could help a, a lot of people, you know, in hundreds, thousands, millions, who knows? And uh, so he, he, he had that conversation and I realized I have a responsibility. In that moment, I had this feeling of responsibility that I had to use my life experience to share it, to leverage it in a way that could serve others. And in that way, I could argue that every single one of us uh, at some level has a responsibility to take our knowledge, our life experiences and to you know, transform those into a book that could help an infinite amount of people. It will outlive us, right? There are, you know, there are authors that have passed away, that have died, yet their books still sell thousands of copies every year. Some of them sell tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of copies every year. And uh, these are individuals that are no longer with us in physical form, yet they're still making an impact from a book that they wrote so many years ago. So for me, I wrote my first book. It didn't sell that many copies. It didn't make me that much money on the front end. However, I did book, I remember once I booked a $6,500 speaking engagement. It was the most I had, about double what I had ever been paid for a speaking engagement. It was at a high school in uh, North Dakota, next to Wisconsin, right? Aren't you guys kind of bordering each other? 
Um, there's Minnesota in between, but yeah, know, whatever. Enough, don't right? get don't get all technical on me, Nick. So in North Dakota at a high school, and when I went out there to speak, uh, I you know we, I had dinner with this woman after we spoke, and uh, she said, "Hey, that was so smart that you sent me your book." And this was my first book, Taking Life Head On. That uh, again didn't sell that many copies, didn't really make me that much money. Um, but when we get into the benefits here, there are few of these benefits that it has generated, even though income was not one of them. But uh, what she said, well, at least not directly from book sales, but this is the example of how indirectly she said it was really smart. You sent me that book. She goes, I talked to quite a few speakers and, uh, you know, they all sent me brochures, uh, you know, business cards. She said, you're the only one that sent me a book and it sat on my shelf for about a month. I kept looking at it, kept looking at it, kept looking at it. I finally cracked it open. Uh, you know, a few days before I called you, I finished the whole thing and I was so inspired. I had to bring you in to talk to my students. So that was my first kind of my, my example with the first book I wrote. It got great reviews on Amazon that we don't have any negative reviews on Amazon. Taking Life Head On has, I think, like 80 something reviews. Um, almost all of them are five stars with a few three star reviews. And I'm sorry, a few four star reviews and then no three star, two star, one star reviews. Now, I don't say that to brag. I, I say that to set the context that it's a book that people loved, people, you know, really well received, uh, made me some income on the side through getting speaking engagements, sending it out to potential coaching clients, right? Kind of like a brochure, if you will. Um, but, but, uh, no money directly from the book, not much money directly. So that was my first experience with a book. And the point of it being highly rated is even though it was, people loved it, it didn't sell that many copies. So there's not a direct correlation between writing a phenomenal book and selling a lot of copies, getting your name out there, making a lot of money from it. And that's important for people to understand because most people think that when you write a book, that's it, you're done. Right, you wrote a book. Right. Right? You're, yeah. It's out there in the world and it's a good book. So you're going to be a famous author and make millions of dollars. Right. And, uh, and so the point is those don't necessarily correlate great book, uh, great income and great impact don't necessarily go together. So something just to be aware of. So my first book came out in 2006. You fast forward six years later before I wrote my second book, which was The Miracle Morning. Similar situation. I never planned on writing another book, but as there, and I'm not going to go into the story. Everybody knows the story. I, you know, I lost my income in 2008. I lost my house. I got deeply depressed. I created this morning ritual, and in two months, I doubled my income, went from being in the worst shape of my life to deciding to run a 52-mile ultra marathon, and went from being deeply depressed to you know, confident, unstoppable, happy within really 24 hours of doing my first miracle morning. So that was the second component. And again, it wasn't ever going to be a book, but after I shared it with other people and they had amazing transformations in their lives, namely my coaching clients, I felt a sense of responsibility to share it with other people. And that's why I wrote the miracle morning. So that lays kind of my experience, my foundation. Now here's the deal. The miracle morning uh, it, you know, it is, it has become the biggest impact that I've ever made in the world. Nothing I've, no work I've ever produced before, not a book or a speech, not, not even, you know, my live event, not even close has impacted as many people and as profoundly how, and, and, and here's the important part. It has generated a multi six figure income just from the book sales. And again, I don't share that to brag. I want to give you an, a, a context of what is the difference between these two elements, right? That you write a great book that doesn't sell very many copies, and then you write a, another book that maybe isn't even as good. I don't know. But it sells tens of thousands of copies. In fact, I think we just hit 100,000 copies, Nick, which is kind of a cool milestone. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, 
Yeah, and uh, so about 100,000 copies. And uh, so it's made a huge impact in a lot of lives and, uh, you know, and then, and then a great income. So what is the difference? Well, before we go into the difference, I want to talk about the three reasons that you, the listener, should, you know, may want to, or in my opinion, should absolutely write a book, okay? And there's three. Now, if you are an entrepreneur, uh, there are a couple reasons. Number one is uh, personal branding, right? You know, expanding your personal brand, expanding your brand as an expert in whatever it is that you teach. If you have a book on your subject matter, all of a sudden, you are the expert. If you have a website on your subject matter that promotes your stuff, right, that says, hey, I'm an expert, that doesn't have the same level of credibility. It's just perceived that way in society. Even though anybody can write a book now and you can self-publish it and you really don't have to know anything, <laughs> you know, it used to have to be you actually, here's the interesting thing about the self-publishing industry. Uh, anyone can write and self-publish a book even if their book sucks or if they don't have a lot of knowledge. So back in the day, and even today with traditional publishing, you had to actually have, like you had to know what you were talking about and write a really good book or a major publishing house isn't gonna sign you. So that's the, that's the one kind of, I don't know if I'd call it a negative, but just something to be aware of is anybody can write a book and it doesn't mean it's good. Whereas with a traditional publishing house, not necessarily that it has to be good, but at least you had to jump through quite a few hoops. You had to impress an agent with your content, right? Then your agent had to sell it to, you know, pitch it to a bunch of publishers and impress a publisher to get that deal. So there's kind of a few levels of credibility and quality control with your with a traditional publisher. With self-publishing, there's not. Now, doesn't mean your self-publishing, self-published book can't be phenomenal, but just something to keep in mind. So if you're an entrepreneur, you're building your brand, building your list. The number one um, of everything that I've done to build my community, right? The amount of people that I can reach, that I have a direct line of communication, whether it's via email, via this podcast, via uh, social media, um, right? Nothing has built my, my, I think they, well, they call that your platform, right? The amount of people that you have a line of communication with that know you, like you, and trust you. Nothing has built my platform more than the book. So again, if you're an entrepreneur and you want to build your platform and ha you know, grow your community of people that know you, that like you, and that trust you, um, then a book is a great way to do that. If you want to establish yourself as an expert in your field, a book is a great way to do that. If you want to send it out and use it as a brochure to potential clients, a book is a great way to do that. Or if you just want to have people buy it on Amazon that become your clients, right? I've booked more speaking engagements in the last two years from people that were leaders that read the book that then reached out to book me to speak. Now you might go, well, I'm not a speaker. I, you know, I'm an entrepreneur that sells online products and programs, or I, you know, I sell skincare or I sell whatever, right? Well, the amount of people that read your book, if you have a way to, for them to connect with you, whether it be just to email you or you have an opt-in page where they can give you their name and email address in exchange for some value, now you've got a direct line of communication to those people. So if you're an entrepreneur, and then income is another one. Uh, you know, as a self-published author, and I'm recommending, by the way, this is about self-publishing a book. This is in no way about traditional publishing, not because I'm against it, but because I just don't have you know, my only experience with traditional publishing is deciding not to do it. 
So that, does, that, that qualifies me at a very low level, right? Right. Um, you know, so, so this is self-publishing a book. As, as, a, um, uh, as an entrepreneur, it can be a great income stream. And by the way, even if you're an employee, right, this can be a great income stream as a side income stream. And then all of a sudden you're an employee that becomes an entrepreneur because now you've got this extra income stream. But just to give you an idea on the math, if you self-publish a book, You'll make, on average, from paperback sales, um, and by the way, I should say, this is if you self-publish through createspace.com. Createspace.com is Amazon's self-publishing arm. It is who I use for the Miracle Morning and the Miracle Morning for salespeople, for real estate agents, taking life head on. All of my books now are done through CreateSpace. I've explored uh, you know, every other option I'm aware of. And the pros of create space to me outweigh the cons. So to do the math on income, uh, again, whether you're, well, anybody who wants more income, it doesn't matter if you're a stay-at-home mom or if you're a, you know, if you're a CEO, if you're uh, an entrepreneur, if you're whatever. As far as income goes, you can do the math. If you make about, depending on the length of the book, the size of the book, what you charge for it, you make about seven to nine dollars. Let's say seven to eight dollars uh, per book that you sell. And then you can put it on Kindle by just clicking a button when you're in Create Space, no extra charge, and you make up to $7 a book on Kindle. So let's say you make $7 a book. If you sell 100 books a month, which I think any author could do with a very small amount of promotion, um, you know, that's an extra $700 a month. That's, you know, that's a, a nice car payment. Uh, if you sell 1,000 books a month, um, then, you know, that, that's an extra $7,000 uh, a month. You know, and then obviously it scales from there. You sell a few thousand books a month, you're making, you know, 10, 20, 30,000 dollars a month. So it, it's a significant income source. Now, to be very clear, what, Nick, what's the disclaimer that they always have on, like, you know, um, whenever they're presenting a, an opportunity, like an infomercial, like, hey, make money on selling houses, right? The fine print always says results are not typical, right? right? Exactly. Whenever there's a exactly. student giving a testimonial, they're like, I made a million dollars my first year. And then it's like, results are not typical. You know? <laughs> so, um, so that's the thing is most books, you know, most authors, self-published or not, don't get rich off their book. But I also think it's because, uh, you know, most self-published authors think that they, like I said in the beginning, they just write the book and think it's going to take care of itself, that the marketing and selling is just going to happen automatically. Whereas I've been hustling for the last two and a half years. I've done over 170 podcast interviews. You know, if you do the math, right, let's say each podcast interview takes an average of, let's say, 45 minutes. That's, uh, I, I should have done a half an hour or an hour. I can't do the math on that. But, um, right, that's give or take, uh, you know, about 100 hours of, of podcast interviews that I've done. So it's, you know, and that's, um, yeah, so, so no, uh, no, no, no lack of effort on promoting the book. Right. So Nick, am I talking too fast? Should I slow down a little bit? I feel like I'm, I'm talking kind of fast. No, I think you're good. I think you have, I mean, this is a lot of great information. This is definitely thing, something I think people need to think about. I know this is something that I'm in the process of working on right now, just to kind of, not necessarily to get even those book sales. I, I think I think that's the issue with a lot of people. They think, hey, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to write a book and it's going to be top of Amazon. I'm going to get, the checks are just going to come rolling in from all these royalty payments but that's simply not where most people who write actually make their money. I mean, you're kind of the anomaly actually in that, sure. but uh, you, even you mentioned you get booked to, to speak. You like all of those things have come from the book basically. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just, uh, I got, and I, I even, I have, I have two coaching clients in Australia that both read the book. And that's how they've reached out to me through my website, you know, through the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a coaching client in the Netherlands, though, who got me, found me through the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and we'll do an episode, I'm sure, soon on personal branding, but the podcast has been a huge element in personal branding. Um, in fact, Nick, let's use this as an opportunity, since I just mentioned it. What is, uh, you're, you have a new podcasting course I, I don't even know what it is um some sort of podcasting online training or course correct if you want to just mention tell people where they can get more info on that um that would be awesome yeah absolutely and it's a course that basically teaches people my system of podcasting uh, and they can go to hellrod.com slash podcasting for profits and uh, they'll find out more information there and get a few free training things as well Beautiful. HalElrod.com forward slash podcasting for profits. Okay. Um, so, uh, so with that said, so if you're an entrepreneur, this is a great income stream. Now, let's say you are an employee and you have no desire to be an entrepreneur, um, or maybe you have a desire, but you, that's not that's not what you're doing right now. Writing a book, uh, I mean, it really feeds personal branding. And when it comes to personal branding, you know, this like I said, this is a whole uh, topic in and of itself. But the element of personal branding, what, what it is, if you will, it's, it's the practice of people marketing themselves and their careers as brands. And most people don't think of the, themselves this way, but it's the idea that the personal branding concept kind of suggests that in addition to your self-improvement, you've got to focus on self-packaging. It, it's kind of the, you know, how do you want people to view you? So every person has a personal brand. And if you are an employee, if you are, I mean, you can even say, I mean, I don't know if it relates to the non-professional world, but it's, it's how, uh, you know, you're perceived by other people, whether it's your prospects, your colleagues, your peers, etc. So that's what personal brand is about. Well, when you write a book, I mean, it's amazing how people perceive you differently, even people that know you. Like, oh my gosh, you wrote a book? Wow, you're an author? Wow. Um, I think I... I've told this story before of when I was at the airport and I saw Suge Knight, right, the founder and former uh, CEO of Death Row Records, who, you know, whether or not you're a fan of Suge Knight, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of his business practices that, I, that I've read about, uh, but I don't know him personally, so I can't really speak on, on him as a person. But anyway, I, re- I met Suge Knight, and I was like, no way, that's Suge Knight, because when I was in high school, like, right, Snoop Doggy Dog, Dr. Dre, like that, you know, Tupac, I mean, those were, that, those were my jams. And so I was kind of a little starstruck, like, oh, my gosh, that's Suge Knight. But I had a copy of my first book, Taking Life Head On, and I realized that, and I pulled it out, and I signed it. And it was funny. I reached across the aisle. I was, I was at, waiting for a flight, and I saw him sitting across from me. I said, hey, I said, you're, you're, you're Suge Knight, correct? He said, yeah, what's up? I said, oh, oh, I just, I, how do I spell your first name, sir? I didn't want to mess it up. I, I've got a book here I'm going to sign for you. This is my conversation. He's like, S-U-G-E. And I was like, oh, okay, thank you very much, you know, and, uh, and I, I signed, I was like, Shook, thank, Shook, thank you for inspiring, you know, me with your music over the years, and, um, and I gave him the book, and he looks at it, and he looks at me, and, and it had my picture on the cover back then, and uh, he looks at it, and looks at me, he goes, this you? I said, yeah, and he said, oh, no way, and he, like, he wanted, you know, my phone number, and, like, it was crazy, so <laughs> it just goes to show, right, that when you write a book, your personal brand is escalated to a a different level. And if you think about this, let's say you are an employee and you want to get a promotion and you write a book that is on your area of expertise or that is related to the area of your where you want the promotion. 
and you turn in, you go to your boss and say, hey, I really want this promotion and hopefully it'd be one that pays a lot better than your current position. But you hand him your resume and you hand him an autographed copy of your book that positions you as an expert in the position that you are applying for, right? That's going to be the game changer. Or if you want to leave companies and go apply for others, think about this. A, once you have a book, the way that's perceived by all people is that you are either A, a you're a celebrity at some level, B, you're an expert. So that book, I mean, it's a one-time effort that pays you, not just financially, but it pays you for a lifetime in terms of benefit, in terms of if you go in for a job applicant or a job interview, odds are you're probably the only one turning a book in with your resume, right? Right. And that's going to make you stand out, you know, head and shoulders above your competition. So the, the first reason to write a book is income, right? And that can range from a few hundred dollars a month to, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, or even millions of dollars of income. The second reason is your personal brand. And whether you're an entrepreneur or an employee, I think you're an employee, it's even more important, but that element really serves you for the rest of your life. And you don't know you don't know what the future holds. You don't know when you're going to get laid off, right? I don't mean to be Debbie Downer, right? But the reality is, you know, when the economy crashes and I mean, things happen and, the, you know, the economy's cyclical, so things are going to go in ebbs and flows and there's going to be another winter before there's a summer and spring and all of that. So you want to have a book and it could be a short book. It could be, here's the deal. It could be a hundred pages long, but it could be double spaced. So it's really only 50 pages long and it could be a small book. So it's really only like 40 pages long. It's not about quantity. It's about quality. If you have a book that is short, but it's got a, a really professionally designed cover, maybe your picture's on with the front of the back and in those short amount of pages, it gets across a very powerful message that positions you as an authority on your topic, then you are going to, you know, I mean, it just, you're going to have absolute, uh, an advantage over everybody else. I wanted to look up a book for everybody to get, if you want a book that's relatively short, it's actually a phenomenal book. It's called anything you want. You can buy, it's by Derek Sievers. You can, anything you want, you can buy it for $3 and 74 cents. Oh, is it not in print anymore? Interesting. Um, well, good luck with that, you guys. You can, it, it says see all buying options. You might have to buy it used, or you can buy the audio CD new or get it on Audible. But great book, Anything You Want by Derek Sievers. It's a very short book, but it's, it's powerful. It's phenomenal. And that's a great book to buy and get an idea of like, wow, you know, this guy just shares his life experience. I could do the same thing. Um, and then last but not least, and, you know, I, I personally believe this is the most important reason to write a book, and I, I kind of saved the, the best, if you will, or the most important for last, and that is legacy. Legacy and impact, in fact, you know, if you're taking notes, I would say legacy and impact is the most important. The impact that you make changing people's lives, you can't put a price on that. And the legacy that you create, meaning this is a book that not only makes an impact in the lives of complete strangers, but your friends, your family, and, and for me, my children, you know, knowing that if something were to happen to me tomorrow, I've got my, my most important life philosophies summed up really in two books, right? Taking Life Head On and The Miracle Morning. If my kids read those two books, 
you know, and I've told my wife, I mean, it's in like my will, they have to read them 10 times each. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they, they, they really have to master those two books. But that's the greatest wisdom that I could ever impart on them in a lifetime of parenting. You know, I'm not saying it's a, you know, that it's a, it's a replacement for that, that, you know, I could check right. out as a parent right. as long as they read my books, right? Um, whenever they want to play, I'm like, eh, guys, I'm tired. Just read this. Just read you know? the book. Just read the book. Read Here, the book. Here's the audio book. Just listen for a while. Read the books and then I'll, I'll buy you a toy if you read the whole thing right now. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, that the impact that you make in the lives of the people is priceless. And I think there's nothing more fulfilling, at least for me, than when I get an email from someone that says, my book changed their life or, you know, specific. It, it saved my marriage. It got me off of my depression medication. I, you know, this gentleman, Mike Easton, I lost 60 pounds since reading your book and I attribute it to reading The Miracle Morning. Like, I can't put a price on that. And again, the legacy component where, to me, a legacy just means a lasting impact. So it's really impact. If I, if I had to pick one word, it's impact. That's really the third benefit of writing a book. And the legacy component, that just means it's a lasting impact that's evergreen, that outlives you. So I'd probably say the impact while I'm here is probably more valuable to me because I get to see it and I get to feel it and I get to experience it, and right? And, and, and it has to do with people that I love and care about and, and get to connect with. But, uh, but those are the three reasons, is income, personal brand, and, and impact. Those are really the three reasons that I believe everyone should write a book. And here's the thing. It's, you know, whether it takes you six months to write a book or six weeks or whatever. And if you Google how to write a book in a weekend, I mean, you'll find some pretty cool courses. Um, probably my favorite, Chandler Bolt wrote a book called Book Launch. Uh, and he has a self-publishing, he has he launched a self-publishing school. Um, in fact, I don't even know the website. Nick, If <laughs> do me a favor. I know you had to do that. You did the same thing with the podcasting. Let's do halelrod.com forward slash self publishing school and then in between now and when this goes live i'll get the url because <laughs> i don't even think it's selfpublishingschool.com i tried to go there before episode because i knew i'd mentioned chandler and i don't even think that's right so um anyway so halelrod.com forward slash self-publishing school and then between now and then uh if i give you the url you can just link it up to that right absolutely yeah we'll have it redirect right to the page so everyone just go yeah. there and you'll be taken to the right spot and I've been blown away. Chandler launched this self-publishing school, and I, I don't even know the number now. of I think it's over 50 people, maybe even over 100 now. I don't know the number, but it's quite a few. I know it's over 50 that have gone through that program, and I think it's like from zero, you know, from no idea to best-selling book within like three months or something, I think like that. And there, he has over 50 people that have best-selling books now that when they joined, many of them missed, you know, some had ideas. But many of them had no idea. They just wanted to write a book because they understood all these benefits that I've mentioned. They knew that the benefits far outweighed, you know, you can think about that. You commit something for a few months and not, it's not like eight hours a day for a few months. It's like an hour in the morning for a few months. And then you have a book that can generate you a passive income for the rest of your life that can expand your personal brand for the rest of your life and that you can leverage to gain a competitive advantage over other people in your you know, your company, your industry, et cetera, and you have something that can create an impact in the lives of other people for the rest of your life. How could you argue against a three-month commitment for a life, those three benefits for the rest of your life? I mean, I think that, you you know, you can't. So that's why I, I feel so compelled that everyone should write a book. Nick, any thoughts, comments, questions? Did I miss anything? Uh, I think this is great. I've 
I would like to eventually at some point, or maybe just your answer is just to go listen to, to go check out Chandler's school. Um, but maybe we should even talk a little bit on the process of actually launching a good book at some point in a future episode. Yeah. When we have the beyond the bestseller, you know, program, uh, down the road, which is something that I've, I've kind of started working on. Yeah. We'll, we'll record a podcast episode that kind of coincides with that for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Because, yeah, I think this is such an important topic. I know it's something that I've been actually working on here kind of behind the scenes. Um, not necessarily to sell the books, but in order to help sell my uh, podcasting services. And that's where I think people need to be a little more creative than just thinking, hey, let's just sell a bunch of copies. But see how it strategically fits in your business because that personal branding and uh, that lead magnet basically is so huge. Yeah, exactly. It allows you to, you know, I, I've had, uh, so I'll just share with people, um, in the Miracle Morning book, you know, you can get quite a few, there's quite a few different bonuses that you can download um, and you just are required to put in your name and email address. And, uh, you know, I think that since the book came out, we've had like 40,000 people opt in for the bonuses, right? Mm -hmm. So I now have a direct line of communication with roughly 40,000 people. I'm sure a few thousand of them have said, don't ever email me again. I just want the bonuses, which, you know, <laughs> that respects that. But yeah, uh, right. But still quite a few folks uh, now I'm able to, to reach out to and I can add value. I can share new ideas. I can share new podcast episodes. I can, you know, when the best year ever event is ready to go, we'll be able to launch that. I mean, you know, all of the above. So yeah. So if you're listening, uh, I encourage you to strongly, strongly, strongly consider writing a book for the reasons that we discussed here, your ongoing income, your brand and the way you can leverage that and expand that and improve upon that and enhance your personal brand and the impact that you can make in the lives of other people from those that you care about and love, like your children to the legacy that you can create that can impact thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions of people long after you are gone. So thank you everybody for tuning in to another episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast. We will be back, of course, next week. And until then, set some big, scary, but inspiring goals and wake up every day and work towards achieving them because you deserve nothing less. We'll talk to you soon. Take care, everybody. So what do you think? Is a book in your future? Hopefully now you see why it is important that you actually sit down and write a book. And I know I'll definitely challenge you to outline and figure out, get started in the process here this week. Figure out what your topic would be. Maybe even create a quick outline so you can start moving down that path. And why don't you let us know what the topic of your book would be by going to hellelrod.com slash 086 for episode number 86 and just leaving a comment there on the show notes page, letting us know the topic and maybe the title of your potential book. Also, if you haven't done so yet, please go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by going to hellelrod.com slash iTunes, clicking the little subscribe button. And if you haven't done so, please leave a rating and review because this helps more people find out about the show and decide if this is a podcast for them. So now it's time for you to go out there, take action, and achieve your goals.
If you're looking to grow your business using podcasting, but don't have the time to edit the audio, insert the intro and outro, write up the show notes, post the episode to all the different sites, and do all of the ridiculous back-end work that's required, then you need yourpodcastguru.com, where you bring the content and we take care of the rest. We'll even co-host the show for you. Visit yourpodcastguru.com right now to explode your audience and crush it in the podcasting world.